0: At MasterCard, we believe that women-owned small businesses are uniquely inspiring. They're pillars of the community and have a measurable impact on the people within them. It's their secret sauce. We are deeply committed to helping address the daily challenges of all Canadian small businesses by putting our technology, cybersecurity solutions, digital resources, and partnerships to work for you every day. Discover them today at mastercard.ca forward slash small business. MasterCard. Visit us at scotiabank.com slash small business.
1: Welcome to the Startup Canada Podcast, where we talk to Canada's most innovative and entrepreneurial leaders and change makers. I'm your host, Rick Spence, and as a business journalist, editor, and entrepreneur, I've learned what makes Canadian startups special, successful, and scalable. Join me every Tuesday to hear news stories of Canadian entrepreneurs and learn about the moments that mattered most on their journeys. The Startup Canada podcast is a production of Startup Canada. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Entrepreneurs from coast to coast to coast, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast. On the show today, we're excited to speak with John Bromley, founder and CEO of Vancouver-based Charitable Impact. John Bromley grew up with charity at the core of his family's values. He started his career in corporate finance working with PwC and RBC Capital Markets before going to work with world experts in philanthropic advisory, benevolent corporate structure, and charity law. After developing an in-depth understanding of the complex charity sector and of donors' concerns, John recognized the need to make giving more accessible and effective. He went on to launch Charitable Impact with a mission to nurture the generosity within each person and bring the resources for creating change in the world to everybody. Charitable Impact is a donor-advised fund. It's facilitated more than $1.2 billion in donations and is helping tens of thousands of Canadians develop, navigate, and carry out their charitable goals. John is a 2 times TEDx speaker, a Business of Vancouver 40 Under 40 winner, and a proud father of two kids. John, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Uh, the saddest thing about my introduction is that I'm now over 40.
1: <laughs> well, you still want it. They can't take that away from you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for that reminder, uh, but, uh, you know, age isn't an issue for me, but I am reminded I'm getting a little older every day, like the rest of us.
1: Yeah, I saw something that said, I, a t-shirt recently that said, I don't know how to act my age. I've never been this old before. And I kind, oh, of, like <laughs> I kind of like brilliant. that. That's
0: brilliant. As a parent, you could rewrite that t-shirt for, you know, not quite knowing how to parent, even though, even though having to uh navigate as you go and you know the <laughs> not to jump right in but how analogous is that for being a uh, an entrepreneur and and uh, it, you know because you don't always necessarily feel like your education and your upbringing uh puts you in a position to to know everything people may presume you know and you still have to act anyway and that's one of the things that makes uh entrepreneurs uh, entrepreneurs
1: yeah but you know what people get a little nervous when you wear the t-shirt that says i'm making this up as i go along
0: (laughs) that's what you have sweaters for you put it over the (laughs) t-shirt
1: that's right okay to get started here on a more serious note what's the top piece of advice that you hope entrepreneurs will take away from our conversation today
0: well, you know, advice is, is something I, uh, you know, I'm a little weary of giving advice at times. I mean, shared experience is something I think a lot about. And the, the word that comes to mind, though, um, is persistence. It's so important to be persistent as an entrepreneur, um, especially as an entrepreneur who is mission driven, which is the context that I'm speaking to you from. You know, I'm really trying to achieve something uh with my time and uh talents and monies that I can bring into uh, an organization like Charitable Impact um and 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 my mission um uh sort of uh KPIs or 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 you know goals are 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 really 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 important to me and they're actually what makes me into an entrepreneur you know rather than just trying to hit financial metrics um not that there's anything wrong with that it's just a sort of a different mindset for the entrepreneur and and in, and in, probably in both cases, but certainly in the context of trying to hit sort of community-based or or missionally-based goals. Persistence is so, so important. You have to be able to have a clear vision for where you're going and be willing to put up with all sorts of headwinds and slaps in the face en route to getting there.
1: <laughs> right. Excellent. Well, let's get started. And I'm wondering if just to get started, because this is not a normal business with, with, with a normal business model. Well, maybe it is. You'll have to tell me that. But can you do a better job than I did of explaining what Charitable Impact does and who it serves?
0: Well, you did a great job. Um, the, at the core of Charitable Impact, we're what we'd refer to as a donor-centered organization. So a donor is someone who gives of their time, or their talents, and their treasure, of their their, their money. So if you're someone who gives something away, uh, the question is, where do you go to get help? Right? So an analogy would be, Hey, you want to buy a house, you know, walk into your bank. You can talk to a mortgage, you know, someone who understands mortgages and and financing houses specifically. You can talk to a real estate agent who can help you buy one when you, and they're focused on you as the clear uh, client or customer uh, trying to help you achieve your goal of buying a house. Where do you go? to get objective support, like help, uh, whether it's through the format of a tool or, or human uh, advice or, or, or web-based content education uh, to, to, to achieve the, 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 the goals you have for giving back. And so what charitable impact is, it's an organization that focuses on the donor and objectively sits there saying, we understand the the charitable giving space, what are you trying to achieve? And here's the tools and support you need to achieve that. In other words, what we're not trying to do is we're not trying to fundraise off you for a specific charity. Right. We don't work for the charities as much as we work for you, the donor. In fact, we don't work for the charities at all, notwithstanding the fact that charities receive tons and tons of money uh, from charitable impact advised on by the by the donors who who use our 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 tools.
1: So what was the problem that that, that you saw that, that charitable impact helps with?
0: that there's nowhere for donors to go to get help with their giving. In the charity giving space, outside of some niche environments that are mostly focused on, you know, ultra high net worth people, there's nowhere to go to get help with, you know, how to give.
1: And what kind of help are we talking about? It's just like basic information. Who do you help? Are you legit? Are you the best place to put my money? Is that sort of the help that, that I need? Well,
0: it, it ultimately it is, although with, Education and and you know help along along the way. You should be making your own decisions and on on those types of questions. Not unlike saying if you you know you know open a direct investing account or something like that with a, an online brokerage that they give you the tools to facilitate understanding what you're doing and give you access to to research to be able to make decisions. But you're still making your own decisions. So in the charitable giving space, it's it's it, it actually starts with. You know, do you want to be a donor? And if so, can you start giving money away, even if you don't necessarily know exactly how to how to place it, right? So, you know, our tool allows you to, to to make donations into your account. You receive the donation right away. You can then hold the money there. You can even invest it from there. You know, while you're kind of going, okay, well, what are the types of charities I want to give money to? So, on money into your account, we we really help you structure and plan. To achieve whatever goals you're trying to achieve um you know through through your lifetime what you know that on on the money outside where you're sort of saying here's how am i going to spend the charitable dollars you know i mean it can actually starts prior uh, you know earlier than some of the questions you asked you asked important questions but like do you even know what charities can do like do you know how broad the things that charities can do are, right? So sometimes it's like, oh, well, you know, when it comes to poverty or hospitals or universities, sure, those must be charities. But, you know, what about arts? What about climate change? What about uh, sports? What about all these other things? So what's really important for us is to connect with the donor and help them understand what they're truly passionate about and show them a pathway to build on what they're passionate about with regard to how they can give back towards that.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Um, what kind of feedback do you get? from your clientele? Do you ever hear them say, hey, thanks, you really helped me figure this out?
0: (laughs) Um, We actually do hear that feedback. Um, The feedback we hear is different between sort of the two types of major audiences that we deal with. The one audience is I'm already charitable and I give money away as part of my lifestyle, part of what I choose to do and in that world we hear hey this tool really helps me simplify it helps me organize and manage my giving in a way that you know you know gives me more confidence and and also in a way that sort of lets me focus more on where my time should be for example because you know you know you'll only ever receive a tax receipt from charitable impact foundation you know and these things are all lodged in your account and easy to find and easy to download and send to your account and come tax time, you don't need to worry about all the time and, you know, to to manage something as simple as that. Now that's time either you can choose to put back into watching Netflix or whatever you, you know, you do with your spare time, or ideally you, you use that time to kind of go great. Let me use this, this time to, you know, understand better the type of organizations that I want to give to. And for example, whether those charities I've chosen are quote good or not in my view. Right. So there's a lot of administration that can happen in the charity world that we take away as a donor advised fund so that the the donor can focus more on what's what's actually fun and challenging about charitable impact, which is making decisions about how to spend the money that you've chosen to give away. So from charitable donors, we hear the feedback. We love the management. We love the organization. We love the sort of agency, the, the increased agency that we feel. Uh, When when we use uh, a donor advice fund like the one provided by Charitable Impact, the other audience of people that we hear from are people who, you know, really aspire to and, and want to culturally identify with giving back as a part of their their life, but haven't really started and haven't really figured out how and oftentimes the issue is confidence related you know, is it a good charity when I give to a charity directly and I get all this fundraising material from them forever? You know, I don't like that user experience, et cetera, et cetera. And from this sort of want to become a donor, but don't know how audience, we hear the feedback of thanks for helping me be able to start. And in there, I think we, we really help them with the confidence because of the core attribute of what the donor advice fund provides to all donors, which by the way, is analogous to the core attribute provided by a bank account, (laughs) which is it lets you separate the, the, in the giving context, it lets you separate the, the, the decisions around donation. How much am I going to give? When am I going to give, you know, you know, how is this, is, is there, is this partly tax driven or is it all uh, sort of culturally, you know, change agency driven, you know, make the donation what type of asset am i going to donate am i going to use cash am i going to use publicly traded securities you know and to separate those decisions which is sort of financial planning type of decisions from the second decision which is how am i actually going to allocate this to create change in society i e what charities am i going to give to uh, what causes do i care about how do i want to use my money and i'll I'll stop here in one second but that's analogous to in the in the in a world that people do understand do I, uh, a lot of people understand which is sort of bank accounts it's like you know re, you know getting paid into your bank account actually gives you the time and space to breathe a little bit to go okay how much of this am I going to spend on my in my rent and these current needs I have how much am I going to put away in a savings account you know for future retirement and how much am I going to put in a savings account for vacation for example right so the the the, be able, the ability and the agency that we give to donors to be able to manage and and organize their 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 charitable giving world um helps them achieve their goals with greater sense of agency and greater greater confidence and ultimately that's what gets us out of bed in the morning
1: that's really cool do you, is is there a <clears throat> a sort of a structural benefit in here do we see any evidence that if you get people to think sort of more broadly about giving as opposed to yeah, I give 100 bucks a year to Greenpeace. Is there any evidence that thinking bigger about their philanthropy
0: value? Yes, there's lots of evidence, uh, especially for someone like me who's, you know, I'm I'm now 45. <laughs> back to where we started and I've been posted, focused exclusively on in advi you know advising and helping people figure out their way through the charitable sp- the charitable world since i was about 26 or 27 when i left a, a background in corporate finance and sort of were on the the capital markets you know side of of banking um so 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 first back to the analogy of the of the bank account right like do you feel like you have can make better spending decisions when you know your your salary for example comes into this centralized bank account that you can then kind of go oh how am i going to use the money and there's lots of evidence in, 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 in um, you, you know, non-charitable world to say that, yeah, like when you can separate the money you earn from how, the decisions about how to spend it, you, you're able to make better decisions. Why? Because when you focus on a narrower set of questions, uh, you can focus more and give them better answers, right? So, so that's true also in the charitable giving space. You know, if you can go, if, if I'm going to create a budget of twelve hundred dollars to give away a year, am I going to sort of donate that like, you know, one time and take a big cash hit or or am I going to spread that out into one hundred, you know, gifts of one hundred dollars a month every month? Um, OK, like how does that impact my budget? How does that impact me and or my family? How does that impact my li- liquidity? If I can use words like that. Right. Um, and then, and, then to, and then to start that right and go, okay, now I've got you know, 1200 bucks coming or, or 100 bucks a month. How do I want to spend that? Now you're just focusing on the spend side. You're going, what am I going to do? What do I care about the most? Who am I going to send this money out to to, to create the change in the world that I actually want to see, that I'm willing to invest in, that I want to invest in? And so, so yeah, the, the, the benefits are, are, are really quite clear, particularly once you experience it. Right? So the experience of separating donation in from the decisions about allocation out um, really opens your eyes to the reality that if you take more time and space to make decisions about giving to Greenpeace or not, um, you're going to be more likely to take responsibility for your own decision. Then you learn more about that decision and how you got there, uh, taking responsibility for it, and you're in a better place to decide whether you're going to give to them again. We want more people to feel more comfortable and confident about how they give their money away because it's actually one of the biggest barriers to people participating.
1: Well, John, that sounds so interesting because I think entrepreneurs love to make an impact and they love to know that they're strategically making an impact, whether it's in their, their, their business work, whether it's in their community work or in their charitable giving. So so I, I think that a platform like this could be very natural for business owners um in order to help them maximize the way they're seen the way they have an impact on their community
0: yeah well i agree with you um with all my bias included and if you think about being an entrepreneur and you maybe you you get investment into your company if you had to like allocate that investment you know at the precise moment that it was brought into your organization uh, versus the ability to you know hold that investment in a bank account for example and 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 think about over time and be agile about over time how you allocated it you know which which one would enable you to make better decisions and the answer to me is very clear you know bank, bank accounts are useful to people that's why everyone has one so in the charitable giving world um why don't we have accounts that work for donors that help them optimize the impact they want to create over time
1: fabulous and it, it, and to me, the idea that we even pay attention to charitable giving as a part of our life, as opposed to, you know, hey, I've got a little bit of money left over at the end of the year, yeah, I'll do this or I'll drop some money in a pot. I mean, I think that just having that uh, that reminder, that framework in which to give, is is going to be helpful to everybody. Did you have a model that you copied? Did 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 did, did, did your platform grow out of something you'd seen elsewhere? or did it just evolve as, as you grew it? Uh,
0: It, it, so the first is the model question. We did not invent the donor advice fund. Um, They've been growing a lot of popularity over the last uh, 10 years because of how useful they are to donors. Um, But they've actually been around uh, since sort of the 1920s, 30s uh, in the United States. So I I guess we could, copied the model of the donor advised fund. But I think more to the the point is as the entrepreneur, I recognized the donor advised fund and I understood it because I was charitably literate, charitably fluent at at the time I was starting to think about it. So really as an entrepreneur, I was less interested in the model and uh, uh, and more interested in solving the problem that donors had, which is, as we talked about earlier, generally speaking, they've got nowhere to go to get Objective advice to help them achieve whatever their giving goals are, uh, and and the answer, the model answer, the model that's required to answer that question at scale, and in an accessible way, so that everyone can have their own giving account instead of just you know really wealthy people, happened to be the donor advised fund. And as a charity nerd at the time, I was able to recognize that and choose the right model to copy in, in your language.
1: Right, and uh, somewhere in the the, the 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 maze of different parts of your organization, there the, there is a for profit start. What what is the revenue model? How how do you fund your activities?
0: Yeah, well, the whole organization uh, is has two major approaches to monetization. So the first is the financial or or bank like approach to monetization, right? So there's value in assets. And um, we monetize assets in two ways. One is um, there's two types of accounts at charitable impact. Kind Kind of like at a bank, you have your checking account for your daily operational needs. And then if you want to save and invest money, you use a different account. Let's call that an investment account. So charitable impact is actually structured the same way. Everyone who signs up gets their own impact account. Uh, and that's an operational giving account. Helps you, you know, put you can put money in. Tax receipt comes right away. You can hold money there, and and you can you know send all your money and track uh, to any registered charity from there. You track all your data from there, etc. So so everyone gets that account. People who want to make investments of charitable dollars, which can grow tax free over time, uh, would open an investment account. So in the checking account, which we call the impact account, in the impact account. It's free to use, but we don't pay an, an interest rate on the money in it. So the organization retains the RO, the return on investment or the ROI that comes from the cash float sitting in those different, uh, those different impact accounts. Um, the impact, uh, the, that's the impact account. The investment account, where you can hold um, investments that, uh, that accrue to the benefit of your account. Uh, and you can you know you can work with your investment manager to 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 make those investment decisions, et cetera. in that account, we charge a fee uh, an as- uh, based on the amount of assets you know in in the account. Uh, so that's the bank model and where we're moving to and what we're adding to that are are sort of more product based, almost software based fees uh, um, you know f- so that for example, if you're a, a a company in Canada, and you want to introduce a uh, an employee matching program to to incentivize and encourage your employees to get involved with giving, uh, you know, we can power that for you, and then we'll charge you um, sort of a, a, a user fee, you know, on on that account. So we, we approach monetization in two ways. Um, what's most important to us, though, is to create a fact pattern where we can monetize, but without creating objections with users to get involved with us. And in the charity space, right. unlike other space, well, like every space, but maybe in the charity space is a bit more sensitive to this. Whenever sort of fees are talked about in the charity space, people sort of, you know, get their backup because, they, they want, you know, as much money going to the the cause as possible. And so we understand that very well at charitable impact, whether we think it's fair or not, we understand it well, we, we respect <laughs> it. And so we try to create a fact pattern where the using a sophisticated tool like ours and a very useful tool like ours is accessible to everyone uh, without, you know, barriers to utility based on cost structure.
1: Right. And uh, how far are you along in terms of setting up those relationships with businesses? That sounds like a you know, a, a pretty good business and uh, and a lot of value to be created, both social value and hopefully financial value. We're
0: moving there um, relatively quickly right now. We've been, we, we've made the, uh, and actually we've been there in the past, uh, but we made the decision a couple of years ago to try to focus exclusively on amel- ameliorating or making better the experience in the donor account for the individual donor before adding complications to it like hey you can you know join your company's account over here and that will allow you to you know for every $50 you get in they match it now you've got $100 you know to give away so we're moving towards enabling um, community based or company based giving strategies but we chose to start with really dealing with the donor as an individual Person, ignoring their connections to things like, you know, soccer clubs and and workplaces and and brands that they shop with for the starting point, so that we could expand to that later. So we're just getting to that uh, in you know in twenty twenty four. We'll be introducing some of some of that stuff to our users.
1: John, I mentioned earlier that uh, you have tens of thousands of Canadians on the platform. You facilitate more than one point two billion dollars in donations. Are there any other success metrics that you can share with me to, to show, you know, just what kind of a a, a a curve you're on?
0: Well, we're most interested in the, the metric of activity on the platform. Uh, so we don't just measure success by the amount of money that comes in, although that is one form of very important activity because it means Canadians are understanding our 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 model they're, they're they're using it more they're donating in uh, and that's a form of activity but you know having people come in and do other things on the platform is is another source of activity that we care about a lot and we're building towards that i mean i could speak more about that if you wanted to um, I, but another um, area of measurement that we focus on is is money going out of the platform so notwithstanding the that retaining assets under management you know contributes to the business model we're more actually interested in people who are building charitable giving into their lifestyle and actually uh, you know doing it right and doing it again and again and and, and again so you know we also track uh, how active people are in sending money out to charities and sending money out of their account in other ways for example uh, you can you know we have a crowdfunding uh, tool that lets you you know give together with friends to to build money up uh, around an event or or something like that and we also allow people to transfer money to other account holders for you know to so so i can give money to you so that you can give that money away and that that tool used as by people you know say th- hey thanks for buying me dinner last night uh it's it's used inside other you know companies and structures to sort of say, Hey, you know, thanks for joining the team. And when you join our team, here's a hundred bucks that you can give away. Um, And, 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 and it's also used by people, including myself, uh, to, to, to pay things like charitable allowances to, to kids. You know, I've got two kids, they're 10 and 12. I, I give them a charitable allowance every month by transferring money from my account into theirs. And then they have to make the decisions about, you know, how to use that money, what, what, what organizations to give it to. So all of this type of activity we, we 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 care about and we track and the and but the the you know business metrics can get complicated and you know detailed, and sometimes that's really important. but the big picture is what's most important. What we care about achieving is creating a, a, a fact pattern where people can engage and feel good about uh, how they go about choosing to give back to society. and that takes, uh, a di- there's different ways for people to do it because everyone comes from different backgrounds, everyone has different means. And but we don't we, we, we just care that people are doing it and they're engaging in it and and having fun doing it and, and feeling, you know, getting a sense of meaning and purpose from doing it. And, and if there is a way to magically just f- track that one data point, that's what we would care about most
1: and i think that uh, you know a lot of canadians care about giving they care about um, you know making society a better place and they understand that government has many partners in, in doing that and and that's so much the, the the charitable sector how important it is um and the idea of combining that with work and employers who are encouraging you to do that and and possibly offering some financial incentive as well um that's a really exciting uh, platform. And I'm and, and just wondering if you can talk a little bit about what you think your, your, your possibility is to be part of this movement and maybe even help direct it, lead it, grow it.
0: Well, yeah, thanks. We, I agree. Canadians are generous. The, the barrier to generosity, in my experience, is more related to do they know... How to go about acting on their generosity and 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 incorporating it into what they do, and for entrepreneurs, the example of how to incorporate you know giving into their company culture uh, and 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 their and their brand is a really difficult question. To answer for most people, because there there isn't an easy tool that they can just plug in and say, "Go, oh yeah, actually, I do want to match my employees, uh, you know, gifts up to I don't know fifty bucks a month, and 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 you know, with this budget, okay, oh and or you know, oh I want to like try inspire my 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 employees to give towards this cause that that you know. I want us to rally around, or we've all agreed to rally around. And I mean, then I could go on, but there's other, you know, what about engaging your your customers and all that stuff. So, so what we've chosen to do is to build the tool and to, to, to complement that tool with human support, you know, provided by our team members so that generous Canadians can focus on achieving what they want to do with regard to giving and not worry about how to actually get it done, right? So for example, the matching program, how are you going to actually just sort of make it easy to match your employees? Well, something like charitable impact is going to make that easy to do. So instead of focusing on making Canadians generous, because we know and believe that Canadians are generous, we're focusing more on build building tools and support structures that break down the barriers to them actually acting on their generosity.
1: That's very exciting. That's very cool. And tell me, were you a hit right out of the gate, or was there a period when you thought uh, charitable impact is not going to (laughs) work?
0: Well, look, I mean, as the entrepreneur behind something like that, you've got all your personal you know, emotions to, to deal with too. So that's actually a complex scar, you know, that's actually a really complicated question. So without going to the deep recesses of my, you know, mind and spirit, (laughs) um, the biggest problem we face is that there's really nowhere to learn about giving, right? So we've got this nature of generosity to us as human beings, but the extent to which that's nurtured as we grow up, When we talk about giving, that's where the problem starts, right? So nature of generosity, generous people, no problem, nurturing that generosity and sort of educating them along the way to know that they, what they can do and have the agency and confidence to start making decisions in that regard is actually the biggest problem. And that's what I worry about um, most. If you're not charitable, if you're not going to give back to society, you do not need charitable impact. So I don't really worry about, does the company work? I worry more about how do we get Canadians to this place where they start acting on their generosity. The other thing, of course, I worry about is, you know, is, you know, just the operational side, which is, you know, are we communicating clearly enough and being efficient enough as an organization to, to continually put, you know, good, Good product and good updates and good marketing content and all those things, uh, you know, out into the world. Uh, but but the first thing I talked about is much more um, much more concern of mine than the second. Right. Do
1: you have any friends from your uh, uh, corporate finance days? You know, the guys who only work five days a week, maybe four and a half, and uh, and and they've kept at it while you you know dropped out and took a step back and 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 poured all your efforts into. In, in into this very interesting entrepreneurial endeavor uh, do you ever get together and compare notes and and, and, and wonder what might have been
0: <laughs> I do yeah I mean and I maintain lots of relationships in that space um, but although to be honest I grow more relationships in that space through charitable impact than I ever did by just being an isolated employee on a you know small team in a you know corporate finance uh, program at a bank interesting. Um yeah. So, but uh, I mean, if this question goes towards regrets, I mean, I don't have, I don't have any regrets in that regard. And the reason is because like, I'm so engaged day to day in what I do. Uh, I have no lack of interest. You know, I, I get tired and, you know, I get down and I'm, I'm a human just like you and everyone else listening to this, but I, I, I'm I'm continually interested in the problem that we're trying to solve. And I actually think I'm relatively unique in being able to participate in providing a solution, you know, to the problem, particularly this one of 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 of, of giving Canadians who want to give back somewhere to go that works for them rather than just always working for the charities that they choose to give to. Um, and that's because of my background and things like that. But um, that that and that's something that I have that all of my friends in the corporate finance space don't necessarily have. So where they sometimes struggle with purpose and meaning in their life, um, but maybe are doing incredibly well on the financial remuneration side. Uh, I, I don't suffer with that problem at all.
1: I think that was a great way to answer that rather open ended, tricky question. Thank you so much. I I, I, I love your response to that. Just uh, before we wrap up, future plans, um, right now, you're a Canadian organization. Um, you're, you're obviously looking to to increase your ties with, uh, with, with business and business relationships. What about uh, going more global?
0: Yeah, so in the near term, in the proximate uh, time space, um, let's call that the next 24 months, uh, we are pretty exclusively focused on improving our, our user experience and making shifting the tool from just being a transactional tool that helps you manage and organize your charitable giving very effectively by the way <laughs> to plugging in the the reality that social connections power decision making in that environment right and the workplace is a social connection work uh, you know fact pattern that we want to start serving we talked a little bit about that so in the in the near term really focusing on on making a shift from just being transactional to being social to complement the transaction and start you know applying those tools to work with businesses and and, and other communities or groups of people uh, in and across Canada from there, assuming that goes well, we do have aspiration to take that user experience into other tax tax jurisdictions like the United States would be an obvious one or the UK or emerging economies that are common law based and speak English like India, for example, and starting to look at those places and say, how can we develop, um, a, a, you know, giving and, and and power giving for donors in these other jurisdictions using the same or a similar minded uh, platform to what we're using in Canada. But we want to get better at what we're doing first. Uh, growth. One of the things I think entrepreneurs really need to think about is is the reality that like venture capital and investment minded people are all continually pushing for growth, 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 growth. And one of the things I've always worried about is where do you grow too quickly and then fail as a result, as opposed to having the courage maybe to really refine who you are and what you do, you know, in the user experience, particularly communications and product oriented stuff so that when you really start to grow and i'm talking about this like hockey stick curve stuff that everyone likes to talk about um you've got the confidence that you're actually going to make it in a world like ours i've been biased much to the chagrin of some people around me by the way uh to focus on trying to get things done well enough so that when they actually start to scale um the 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 house doesn't crumble, and so my relationship to growth is um somewhat counterintuitive but i think it's I think it's really important and I've now been doing this for ten or twelve years, and I'm really starting to get comfortable with 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 the fact that um I think I made for charitable impact I think I made the right decision on that, which was to not let growth run away um before we were comfortable that the house was really built on a rock, rock, you know, uh, platform that 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 is strong to to power real real growth and to sustain real growth.
1: Wow, I think there was a ton of value in what you just said, and I hope everyone uh, replays that, <laughs> maybe play it twice, um, to to really get the the, the 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 full impact of that. I think that's great. It, it makes me feel that my last question sounds almost um, anticlimactic. But the traditional class, last question is, do you have any final words of wisdom or advice to share with our listeners? Maybe we could leave it at that. But if you have something else that you've been saving, then now's the time.
0: Well, you know, this podcast is really, you know, focuses on startups and, and entrepreneurs are hopefully, hopefully listening. So, you know, Thanks for getting the opportunity just to speak directly to them with regard to my mission, whether they choose to use or look into charitable impact or not. I think entrepreneurs are not unique, but are one of relatively few very, very critical people in society who can help us reconstruct sort of new school ways of getting people engaged with giving back. And the reason for that is because entrepreneurs are a one-to-many type of, you know, mathematical equation, okay? And they are the leaders of products and communications and team member teams, so people there, but also customers who are people. And how entrepreneurs build their, I want my company to do more than create ROI for my shareholders is partly how we will construct better societies in the future, right? Whether you call it triple bottom line or anything, and I won't belabor the answer because we can, there's different ways to sort of talk about it. It's just to say that entrepreneurs, my message to entrepreneurs, and you don't have to agree with me, is that you are people who shape the future of society. You're not unique in that, but you are that. And the more that you can do to build um, sort of benevolence, giving a, a culture of giving back uh, into who your organization is and how it represents itself. Well, just I just think that's really, really critical. And that's also how change takes place, right? Change doesn't just take place through charities doing important work where the market kind of fails to provide, I don't know, homeless people with housing, for example, that's what charities do. But entrepreneurs do stuff that also contributes towards the reality of, of how the world shows up tomorrow and the next day and years from now. And so entrepreneurs have to, you can say no, but they have to at least do themselves and the world the favor of thinking through how, what they can do with their company to make the world a better place. And that's about culture. It's about products, about communication. It's about leadership of people. And this and when you say, you know what, I think I want to do something there and, and it's important to do. And the 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 charitable space is one place that I want to explore for for achieving that. That's when I want you to look up Charitable Impact online and reach out because not just we don't just have products for people, we have support structures to talk to people about what they can do. And this is why we exist
1: all right john thank you so much for that that was an amazing way to sum it up tie it all together entrepreneurs are indeed you know fundamental change makers in society and i love that so many of them do have purpose at the core of what they're doing or they sort of slowly uh come to that over time and you're obviously you found your purpose and you're involved right at the intersection of 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 purpose and growth so that's Really exciting. We've been talking with John Bromley, founder and CEO at Charitable Impact in Vancouver. That's charitableimpact.com if you're ready to interface with them. Thank you so much, John, and continued good luck with your slow but
0: steady growth. Thanks for having me, Rick. I really enjoyed the conversation.
1: Me too. We'll talk again.